Welcome to the marketing edition of B2B Nation, part of the Technology Advice Podcast Network. Today on the show, we have Natalie Issa, the Marketing Director at Woopra. So excited to chat about data-driven decisions with real-time analytics. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today, Natalie. Thanks for having me, Josh. Yeah, of course. Uh, just want to hear a little bit more about your background to start us off, Natalie, and your elevator pitch here for Woopra. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, well, my personal background is I've I've worked in marketing and um, a few different companies uh, in also a few different industries, uh, including you know a, a different tech company before Woopra. And um, I had actually I was familiar with Woopra before I joined the company, um, and then. As I when I joined the company, I was able to really just like dive into the whole field of data and analytics and learn so much about uh, where that space is going. So uh, with Woopra, the company, uh, what we do is we're a real-time customer analytics service. We help companies uh, track, analyze, and take action on user data that they collect from various different sources and structure that data in a way that makes it really actionable and comprehensive. Gotcha. And I'm curious too, from your background at working various tech companies, how uh, would you say, you know, data and being able to make decisions off that data impacted what you guys did there? I mean, I would assume almost any company, almost every company today really uh, needs to find a way to utilize data uh, in the best way possible. And have you sort of seen that uh, at previous companies you worked with? Um, so how did that sort of impact how uh, you guys viewed data? I've never been at another company that has utilized data to the extent that Wooper does, which I think just kind of is, you know, the nature of the company since that's really our specialty. Um, but and and in addition to that, you know, since I started at Wooper uh, four years ago, uh, just the topic of data has become much bigger um, in in the business world, and I think that companies now are. Uh, really realizing how important it is. I don't think that they always know what to do with their data or how to even gather it if they if they have it. Uh, but but I think that there's just a lot more emphasis now on this like understanding that there's there's a lot of uh, insight to be garnered from from collecting the data from analyzing it and using it properly. Um, and I think that's great. I mean, I think that in the past, um, so I think initially, before really things were so digital, there we didn't have all this data. So um, it just wasn't even available in the first place. And then as this data, you know, started to be generated, like now we can track a lot more than we could um, before things were so digital. Um, so when, once we started to generate this data, I think companies weren't necessarily like actually um, capturing it. Um, but now I think that everyone's getting to this point where they're realizing they should really be tracking everything. I love that you mentioned, you know, how data has really become more and more popular as, as companies and, and more, I guess, information becomes available. But uh, do you think data is sort of, is it too buzzy right now? I'm curious because I feel like that has been the topic of so many blog articles and so many, uh, you know, social media interactions that I've seen have been all around data. Or do you think it really is like this big important thing that like everyone needs to figure out? Because I sort of have this side view of data and it's just sort of this like big ambiguous term. But what are your thoughts on data being a buzzworthy word right now? And do you think there's under or misuse because of the hype? Well, it certainly is a very buzzy word um, right now. I mean, it's it, it, yeah, everyone's talking about it. And I think that that's actually um, maybe why people are um, a little bit a little bit 
apprehensive of, of how much we're using, like, the, you know, these terms, big data, I think it's just because a lot of people don't fully understand it. Um, and so it, sometimes like the term big data can just feel too big. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's just it's just kind of generic and people aren't really sure exactly like what it's referring to. And then, you know, what is big data? What's analytics? What's like they just don't understand this whole space. I think it can be confusing for people. Um, but I think that I, I do think it's really important for companies to um, to invest in it and to to understand how um, they can organize their data. I don't necessarily think that more data is what companies need because I think some companies probably have too much. And if it's not structured in a way where they can make use of it, then it's it's they can't do anything with it. It's not really actionable. So um, I think I just I do think that there are definitely companies and and people who are just overwhelmed by the data that they're collecting or that they feel they should be collecting. Um, and then I think that really the biggest challenge that they're facing is the need to make it a cohesive data set um, that can work together. Uh, basically, I mean, well-structured data is actionable data uh, because that structure gives it a context that tells a story. So. Um, just say as an example, if you're a company and you're collecting data from your email marketing, your um, how users are are utilizing your app um, from you know your help desk that you use for support and all these various other tools that you have, um, but then you have no way of organizing the data that you're getting from all these various tools and and understanding how these pieces of data all relate to. Um, how they all relate to each other and how you can basically track them back to the same user and tell that story, then your data just isn't actionable and you're not going to be able to get much out of it. Yeah, I love that. That's a perfect example, Natalie. And uh, I want to go a little bit deeper, too, into that. You touched on something that I think is really interesting, uh, and that is as marketers, is there sort of a best kind of data to understand your customer? Because ultimately, that is sort of what we're taxed with at the end of the day, is finding the right folks and making sure that they are uh, engaging with our brand and uh, hopefully, you know, eventually buying our product uh, in a way Mm -hmm. that uh, they find most uh, efficient and most effective for them. Yeah, I think that I don't know that I would say there's a best kind of data. I think that um, that it's just collecting all the various pieces of data and putting them together and telling like the full story and getting that entire context is what's really important. But I do think that, you know, traditionally, like in the past, um, marketing was primarily using like demographic data or um, other kinds of information that could be collected from customers. And again, that's because that was only kind of information that was really available to marketers. That was only information that they could obtain. So um, today, again, you know, everything is digital. So we're able to track customers' behavior, um, and that generates a lot more data than what marketers had to work with in the past. Um, and and I do think that that behavioral data is extremely important because, you know, understanding how a customer has behaved in the past is often the best way to understand or how to pre- or to predict um, how they will behave in the future. Um, so behavioral data, I do think, is really important. But that's not to say that, of course, demographic data isn't also important um, for marketers. Um, but then, you know, again, the problem is the same, the same problem we just mentioned, which is just the overwhelming amount of data that this, this generates yeah. and how a lot of it is disjointed. 
Uh, I'm curious too, how do you sort of see real-time data fitting into all this? Is that more actionable um, than maybe some of the historical demographic data that we've we've seen? Because I, I remember the first time I, I saw Google Analytics, I was just like, my mind was blown. The, the ability to be able to see, you know, what your customers were doing in real-time is just something that is really, really exciting for me and I think is something that's, that's really, really exciting for a lot of marketers. So uh, how does seeing this data in real-time make it more actionable? Yeah, I mean, well, so historical data is, of course, very important, um, but so is real-time data. And I think that you can use them in just very different ways. So um, the importance specifically of real-time data is, um, first of all, it is, it, it can be more actionable in a certain way. Um, right now, you know, a lot of companies, they're communicating with their customers digitally. And um, if they want to do any kind of personalization with those communications, a lot of that needs to be triggered by real-time data. So for example, like if you wanted to personalize website content based on a user's behavior, um, that has to be completely real-time because even a matter of seconds can be too late because the user may have just, you know, X out of the window. So um, it, so that, so real-time data can just be much more actionable because you're, you're able to act on it in the moment um, when you're engaging with the customer and you can really drive those, those data-driven actions. Um, but from more of an analytics perspective, real-time data can also be helpful because um, you can do things like, for example, look at your campaigns and see the results immediately. Um, and that way you can make adjustments on the spot instead of having to sometimes wait you know, hours to get results. Um, and so like you, if you launch a campaign, for example, and you're using certain more traditional analytics tools who aren't, that are not giving you real-time reporting, um, you're, you don't know how your campaign is performing until you've already spent and potentially wasted a lot of money um, where, you know, you could have made those adjustments earlier on. Um, and really, I mean, at this point, I just, I do, like, real-time data is very important, but I just think it should be a standard. I don't think it should be something that's that impressive. Um, it's, at this point, it's, it's really, um, it's kind of like the minimum. I think that that if your reporting is not real time, then it's not up to date. I mean, a, today, you know, just a 24 hour old uh, set data set or report can be considered historical in some contexts. So it it all it always needs to be up to date. But of course, that doesn't mean we ignore the historical data. It's always available to us. But the point is that your data set is always updated to you know exactly reflect. Um, exactly reflect the data in this moment. You touched on something that's really, really interesting, and I think is sort of where we're going as an industry, and that is content personalization and the ability to uh, use this data and uh, have either automated or be able to reach customers in real time um, with content that is, you know, right for them. So uh, what do you think about content personalization? And is that sort of uh, the best use of this sort of data um, in trying to, to use it to, to market to folks? I don't know, again, that I'd say it's the best use of the data. I think it's one of the very important uses of the data. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm a very big fan of both using your data to um, to improve your user experience in a very actionable way where you're doing things like content personalization or, you know, triggering, triggering emails based on um, user behavior and that kind of thing. Um, so just kind of personalization in general. And then also, of course, you know, using it for the more analytical side so you can understand behaviors and, um, and then, again, improve the experience based on, on that analysis. 
Um, but specifically for content personalization, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's, I, I do think it's extremely important. And I think, I mean, we're seeing a lot of companies are taking an interest in, in exploring it more. I think it's still kind of early. I mean, um, even though there's so much interest there, and, and I mean, we have a lot of customers who, uh, who are attempting to make use of it, but um, it, I think that they're, they're still kind of figuring it out in a way. Um, but it, it makes sense that, that you have all this interest there because, of course, you know, getting the right message to the right customer at the right time has always been the foundation of good marketing and personalization is kind of the pinnacle of this. I mean, of course, marketers are going to take advantage of that. Um, but, you know, I think it's an exciting space as a consumer and um, as a marketer, both. And we have customers, for example, who... Um, yeah, like, like a you know, major automotive company who will personalize the content on their homepage based on how the user has interacted with them in the past um, and, and then what they do while on site. Um, or, you know, customers who, who use actually SMS messaging with their, with their customers um, and they will really trigger and target those based on the customer's behavior. So it's really interesting to see just all these different avenues that uh, that companies are taking to use their data to personalize the whole customer experience from start to finish. Fantastic. I love it. I love it. Um, well, Natalie, how can our listeners find out more about you and about all that you guys are up to at Oopra? Yeah, they can uh, just check out our website. It's www.oopra.com. Um, and if they want to just learn a little bit more about uh, analytics or customer analytics in general and some broader topics, they can check out our blog. Fantastic. Well, uh, thank you again, Natalie, so much for joining me today. I love how we, we sort of started at the top and we really uh, dug in and dove into you know why and how marketers can use this data um, mm -hmm. to, to best uh, you know market to the right customers. So uh, yeah. thanks again for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Also, thank you so much to our listeners for following along. To find out more about BAB Nation, including our HR, IT, and Lead Generation Edition, check out our website, technologyadvice.com. Lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, and only if you enjoyed this episode, please rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening.